I was going to talk about one percenters. Oh, uh, I don't since know how... I, I made that reference. <laughs> yeah, because have you ever seen the Galloping Goose patch? It's pretty cool. It's a middle finger with legs. Oh, wow. Nope, I've never seen that. There you go. I don't even know what a Galloping Goose is. It's a subset of... Uh... Uh, a Galloping Goose is like a bantam rooster. Ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Autopod Decepticast, your weekly podcast that delivers a minute-by-minute breakdown of the 1986 Transformers movie. And this is your episode 64. So uh, that's going to cover about the 63.01 to the 64-minute mark. This is your host, Aaron, and with me are two guys, blah, 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 lazy intro, second week in a row. Please introduce yourselves. I'm Ryan. I've, I I love that there's like a big difference between your action, like the intros you've clearly put severe thought into, and then you're just like, ah, no, I'm I like tired. I like it. No, I, I it's cool. Well, the uh, this one was written at I believe around. Oh, one... I'm Caleb, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I think this intro was written at about 1:30 a.m. a couple nights ago, and so I was just like, I'm done. <laughs> it can take me an hour to write an intro if I'm being really creative, but uh, sometimes good. you just don't fucking feel like it. Mm-hmm. We don't have a fucking writing team. This is all off we the are cuff, the writing team. audience. If you think this is good writing, just know it's all us. If you think it's bad, it's also us. That's true. It's all us. We take all the credit and get all of the uh, feedback, negative feedback, of which there's been none. That's true. Speaking of feedback, it is true. At this point, we've been getting it, but uh, we're in the past right now. We're ignoring it. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, let's recap the last episode. In the middle of a morning moment, some miscellaneous motorcycled maniacs materialized. So you worked on that. Yeah. It happens. Yeah. I, I work. I work on it. In, like basically, my process is: I save the creative stuff for the end. I go through the minute, get my notes, mm-hmm. and if I feel like I've got some juice, you like, uh, like uh, I put some time in. Punch it. it up. Yeah, exactly. Uh, there was fighting. Bruce Valanche. Exactly. <laughs> like I get old Brucey to come in and <laughs> bedazzle my exactly. my notes with some uh, wittiness. There was fighting, so much glorious fighting, much knocking down and getting back up and transforming into motorcycles. Mm-hmm. And that really brings us to uh, the beginning of this minute. Uh, so where we left off, RC and Daniel had just commented on the indestructibility and the everywhereness <laughs> of, of these things. And from the ground emerged dozens more of these trash people. So mm-hmm. uh, at the end of that sequence, Rickgar kind people. of zooms in on a motorcycle and he says, you check in, but you don't check out, which I take as a threat of death. And there's a glint in his eye. Yeah, yeah I don't I love it. I don't Which, know how I feel about the, well, the I, I lens flare. What what I what I don't get with that that um that glint is like it doesn't seem to fit with anything that he's saying. Well, he I, I it is a weird choice. Just, I think it looks cool. It's it a, looks I don't cool. understand the choice. Like with Galvatron, his 
glare mm-hmm. that you, we it, had earlier. It kind of, it made more sense in the context. It just of, seems like a strange decision to make. Right. Yeah. I agree. And I it's agree. you check in, but you don't check out is obviously a reference to uh, the Roach Motel. Mm-hmm. Uh, roaches check in, but they don't check out. Sorry if you had that coming up. So about that. Uh, that's the one sort of off thing about all the things he said up to this point. Everything has been 1960s references. Roach Motel wasn't introduced until 1976. Mm. And it was their tagline back then. And I also thought this is an interesting point in the research I did. Uh, after It was a very successful product. Black Flag also marketed kind of a, re- a similar product called uh, the Flyport that was designed for unwanted flying pests. And it, <laughs> It did not perform as well as Roach Motel, but it, and maybe partially due to its tagline, lots of arrivals, but no departures. That's terrible. <laughs> that is terrible. I just, like, like, that just feels like it's such a terrible knockoff of... <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh, we nailed it with Roaches check in, but they don't check out. Lots of arrivals, no departures. <laughs> Randall, you are my main guy. We're gonna, we're gonna. You're now VP of marketing. Who's Randall? It's VP of marketing. He's oh, the, okay. the, the the famous copywriter of <laughs> lots of arrivals, Randall, no departures. Randall Flag, which oh, actually <laughs> that is a Stephen that was King character. Thought of while someone was sitting in an airport somewhere. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I just can't get the tagline for I this gotta, new Black I, Flag yeah, campaign. I gotta, I gotta figure this out before I get to the, the meeting. The meeting is like, as soon as I land in Chicago, like, I gotta mm-hmm. pitch this. Mm-hmm. I, a plane comes <laughs> landing, he sees it land on the runway and pull into the gate. And explodes. <laughs> <laughs> they don't depart. <laughs> they arrived, but they didn't <laughs> depart. <laughs> So at, at like, 63, if he was at a hotel, he'd be like, "You can check in, but you wait a minute, oh, wait. can't all use that, 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 one. that fucking out." He's at a bus station. <laughs> they go in the bathroom, and a man asks to suck them off, <laughs> and then they do, <laughs> and then they get on the bus. Randall, you're fired. <laughs> All of this is exposing Randall's vices. Yeah, it's just like a real peek into his personal life. Eventually he's like, I get drunk, I black out. Sometimes I cut my leg. (laughs) What are we talking about? So, we're talking about Retgar's eye glint. Oh, yes, of course. So, so, um, uh... After that eye, eye shine animation, he uh, then throws his axe at Springer. Who's, mm-hmm. who, it seems like he dodges it. Yeah. And then uh, Springer does another move where he basically just plows <laughs> nails right the fuck into Retgar. Uh, he rises up into the air and then uh, transforms. And very cool uh, transformation yeah, sequence. Yeah, really and I cool. Think, and he draws a sword right as he's doing it and comes down and immediately Retgar is rushing sword. towards him. Uh, and uh, they clash. Mm-hmm. Axe yeah. versus sword. The sword is his helicopter blade. Oh, cool. Because in the good. toy, that's what the sword that is. That's what his blade becomes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really like it. Mm-hmm. So they clash. There's a Princess Bridian bit of sword play where we see some good one-two strikes, a good shield bash, which knocks Springer a good 30 feet away here. Aaron, you and I know how to fence. That's right. We took fencing in theater in <laughs> high school. In, yeah, freshman in drama. year. Mm-hmm. Or there was a fencing... 
project. Component of drama, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Five, four, three, two, one. Matt, one, two, three, four. Wasn't five. Matt Papin involved with that? He was. Yes. On our, uh, on our, we had a great, great scene. A great bit. We, mm-hmm. we made it all up and blocked it. It was one. I, I mean, it's legendary. It was meta. <laughs> We're drinking this uh, smoked maple. It tastes like celery, though, when you really oh, set it, does. it in. That means it's healthy. That means it's good for you. Mm, celery whiskey. <laughs> That's right. Uh, so, uh, Retgar approaches for a, a defenseless blow on Springer here, but Springer transforms into car mode. Which, I think this is the dodges first the axe. reveal that he's a triple changer. Yeah, I was going to say that. Is this our first view of the car mode? I, I think it, it is. is. So he reverses, catches some loose trash, throwing gobs of dust in the air as he spins out. Uh, loose re- trash! That's the name of Nancy. <laughs> loose trash. <laughs> wow. And a harken back to our previous episode. <laughs> previous episode <laughs> trying to name, oh man, every name is sexist. <laughs> I'm sorry, female yeah, listener. That's, that's not good. So uh, Retgar continues to dash at Springer, who transforms back into robot mode at this point. Another kind of one-two strike here. And Springer's sword is destroyed. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, no. which I'm like now it brings up to, I mean, it's dumb to question, but like later in the movie when he transforms into a helicopter, how does that work? Right. But, um, yeah, he is uh, clobbered. Uh, Retgar is clobbered by Daniel. Daniel. So that's a genuinely surprising moment. That's good. Even when I wa- even having seen this movie probably a hundred times, that is still a moment that catches you off guard. They did a great job with that. Like, yeah, that little so clang. Are we saying that it's a good chance that uh, Retgar could have uh, won that fight? Yeah, yeah. I mean, again, like, like yeah. Now like, I'm 100 like Team Daniel. I mean, yeah. he is legitimately pulling more than his weight now. Yeah, I was gonna say so. A, a surprising moment, both from just a, the way they edited it and presented it, but also as much as I dislike the concept of Daniel as a character. Yeah, the, like I liked that they had him do this yeah. better than anybody if they'd have put anybody else in the mix. Which again, we have a, an example of like a child doing arguably more than any of the other Transformers. Well, they're not fucking helping him no, out. No, not at all. Are they, are they standing next to him when yes. he's having a scene? Yeah, yeah in, the, much, in the very next scene, yeah. they're standing <laughs> around him. Yeah. So Daniel knocks Retgar the fuck out, and... Uh, and we take a breath for a second here. I, for I some do, reason, all the junkions are gone. Yeah, <laughs> don't yeah, know that's why. A, the weird thing. I do also question the knocking out of a junkion with one hit to the head, but I'll let it go. Right. Smart. Thanks for doing that. I, 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 don't, <laughs> I, don't, I don't mind it. I, I no, mean, I don't either. It's a good twist. So... As all the junkions are gone for some reason. I feel like that's an animation error, error, but that's okay. We move past it pretty quickly. There, a shadow emerges and uh, kind of overtakes. And there's a couple of really great sequences here. I love the shading and like yeah. multiple levels of dark to medium value to bright as the as the ship kind of the shadow overtakes. Uh, Daniel, it overtakes mm-hmm. uh, Springer. And we have and like this deep like, rumbling of the ship coming yeah, over. Yeah, it's great. And uh, we see, of course, the uh, familiar corkscrew ship from Quintessa. Mm-hmm. This leads the viewer to understand that Hot Rod and Cup have arrived back on the scene. The boys are back in town. We're getting the band back together. And you'll notice, yeah, we were t- we've were we been talking about this, but, like, the ship, um, as it uh, comes across and then co- banks and comes toward us, isn't spinning, but then begins to spin as it's making its descent. Maybe it's just the spin motion to get it to, because we know it's going to drill into the ground here. Maybe they're just <laughs> kind of 
doing that. Which well, also, by the way, is the dumbest, most ridiculous way to land a ship. Like, what? So you have to destroy a funk partial of the planet to, like, land? Right. right. It's almost as if it was only designed specifically to land here. At or Junkion. to look neat. <laughs> right. And I'm just noticing this now for the first time as we pause at 6350. Uh, the bottom of the ship, it looks like the bottom of the Quintessons. It's like the same oh, yeah. general oh, design. Yeah, it the, does. Sort of abdomen, if you will. Is that how the, the Quintessons the like, uh, walk around or whatever? They stop somewhere, they drill themselves. <laughs> <laughs> they, for, they levitate on a beam, but yeah. So, as Ryan was saying, we see the ship really in all of its glory at this point from the way it banked and then kind of came back at us in almost sort of that same style of shot where Unicron is passing in front of us and we see all the details of the ship. There's mm-hmm. a lot of cool, um, you know, just, I guess, detailed elements there. And so the ship adjusts its trajectory and starts heading for the ground. We see a full length of the ship and uh, including the cockpit yeah. here. I'm trying to try and pause it at the right time And it time is sp- spinning as it's going to corkscrew into the ground. <laughs> but this what? makes... So- Whoa. So, I guess, is it spinning? Maybe it's not. It feels I like think the you're right. I think maybe the stationary. Somehow. But why would the rest of the ship spin? But I mean, yeah. I guess they've just got it on. I mean, it's just also yeah. We we paused way. at sixty three fifty five and know. rewind it again. I want to confirm that this is not spinning. It's hard to tell, but I don't think it is. I think the cockpit's stationary. I think yeah. they've got it set up to where you've got sort of. All right. It's spinning motion maybe on the top and the bottom. Let's see if the top also, is spinning. Also, though, you've paused it here at um, uh, 6356. One second here. So I'll just say, so for the listener, hopefully we edited out this whole sequence of us <laughs> watching this in slow motion. We watched in slow motion the entire ship is spinning below the cockpit, and the right. cockpit, though, is stationary, which spinning. sets us up for another shot here in a minute. And, Ryan, I think you want to say something about this cockpit yeah, shot. Yeah, I was just going uh, We've got it paused at 63.56. Yeah, I was going to say this is a rare moment where um, we see the Dinobots in robot form through the cockpit. Oh, yeah. All of, and Slag is there. That's or a, Snarl. Yeah, they're, everybody, everybody's there. Everybody's represented, although I, maybe not Sludge. <laughs> so maybe... He's in I the bathroom. Why, yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to keep going in slow motion for a second to see wow, if... Do right. we, and no, the top of it's just not spinning. So that's good. I was go, I'm was. i glad that it well, wasn't, because we that sets us up for the next shot. I'm kind of bummed, because we were hoping for a really funny joke. <laughs> around the cockpit. We're like, whoa, so, whoa. So from inside the cockpit at around 63.56, we see the backs of Wheelie, Hot Rod, and the Dinobots. They are looking out upon the the ground of Junkions and Autobots sort of combined together here. There's a lot of Junkions out there. Mm -hmm. So yeah, as Caleb was referring to, we were thinking it'd be hilarious if that cockpit was spinning. (laughs) And and, and then the scene we would get to see right now that we're looking at... It's just whipping around. Yeah. But the animators actually pulled through in this. They thought it through. <laughs> they actually did. Nice job, professionals. <laughs> <laughs> who went to college for this, no doubt. And uh... I mean, uh, who, who knows what the fuck these guys did to get where they are now, then, in the past, this... by the sea? <laughs> <laughs> Great. So uh, we're looking down upon Junkion as the ship sort of uh, starts to starts to land, and then the minute ends right before the tail of the ship kisses the Junkion Junkonian. Right before penetration, I, I Junkonian penetra- ground. I would say penetration. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I think we'll, I, I, we'll get into that. We will oh, get into it. Well, I will, and maybe in the well, next the minute, perhaps. Not now, too. because it's not in this minute. The right. Ship is, the ship's gonna fuck Junkion. Caleb's horny. 
Caleb's been. I know he's been trying to get Ryan. To, he's been trying to get. He's been baiting him with. Mm-hmm. You know, Ryan, you didn't say anything about fingering there, and you coulda. <laughs> well, see, I go to. A, I I take it to a certain point. Ryan takes it way way beyond that. Where do I take it? Anywhere you can get it. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Actually, where do I you take it? In the middle, just the tip. Okay. Just to see how it feels. <laughs> so that brings us to the end of this minute. Uh, lots of great action here, guys. What's your favorite action sequence thus far in the movie here? In the whole movie? Yeah. There's been, think about this. We've had like Siege of Autobot City, this scene, Sharktacons, oh. some uh, uh, space think, battle. i got to think back over the, the course of the past, the past year, <laughs> and just to, I, I, this is probably one of my favorite. Is the only reason I brought it up, and I think as far as and we touched on it last episode, large amounts of group fighting. This one definitely beats the Sharktacon sequence for me in terms of creative. Yeah. Uh, it's a creative fight sequence. It's uh, fluid. The individual drawings are of a very high quality. Mm-hmm. Honestly, better than really any of the action sequences. Yeah. I think. with the, maybe the exception of Optimus Prime transforming and attacking sure. those Decepticons on the way to battle Megatron. Also, to your point, we've got an interesting situation where we have uh, a group of people that are going to end up becoming an ally of the Autobots. Spoilers. Attack. Yeah. Well, <laughs> sorry. Spoilers for the next minute. <laughs> um, no, I. You know what? I should. I knowing my um, my history with this, I should be the guy that's being like, "Who? What's gonna happen? What's gonna happen? <laughs> what happened?" <laughs> but it is an interesting situation where you've got an ally attacking an ally just because they don't realize that they're allies. That's that classic fight. comic book clash where the heroes fight before they become friends. That's right. Um. I. Uh, Favorite action sequence? I mean, it's hard, like, that, That yeah, like, that Optimus Prime sequence in I Don't Know About City is tough to beat. Um, My favorite clash is when Wheelie attacks uh, Grimlock. <laughs> Friend, fine, look behind! Friend, <laughs> fine, look behind! Oh, no! Friend oh, it's fine. happening oh, again! <laughs> Smack him. Why, Friend boy, fine. hit my nose. <laughs> Ow! So, all right, well, good good, good conversation, guys. Let's talk... <laughs> Um, I was just going to talk a little bit about the triple changing since we, this is the first time we've seen Springer become a triple changer, mm-hmm. um, and I don't didn't remember any other Autobot triple changers. And I looked it up, and the Decepticon triple changers are pretty well known. You know, Astrotrain, Blitzwing, which mm-hmm. we see in the movie, and then Octane, which plays pretty heavily in season three. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Autobots are the other triple changers are Broadside and Sandstorm, mm-hmm. which I didn't remember either of those. They're both in episodes of the show. They're not in the movie, but yeah, Springer is your main one. I don't have a masterpiece version of Broadside. I don't know if that exists, but I do have a masterpiece Sandstorm over here in the corner. It's not a very good toy. It's yeah. uh, Sandstorm. Uni- unique toys. What, what is he? Unique do? toys sorter. What are his? What are his? Well, it turns into like a dune those. buggy and a helicopter. Yeah, basically the triple changers were designed to attack by land and air, and in one unfortunate case by sea. Because mm-hmm. um, brought. <laughs> are they the Marines of the Autobots and the Decepticons? I guess so. Good question. That's true. Um, I prefer to call them the Swiss Army knives of oh, the. Uh, I, like I will say that that like that masterpiece version is the best toy that I've seen of him, but because of Sandstorm, because even in the cartoon and the books and the like he looks ridiculous as a transformer he has this weird fin sticking up behind his head which mm-hmm. is like his rotor and it just it's no good and then broadside this is the first sentence on the tf wiki of broadside's profile broadside is a huge loser 
that what you said? No, that's what TF Wiki says. That's oh, the first okay. sentence it says. Well, he's an aircraft carrier, and he becomes an impossibly large jet. Um, he's a, he was a member of the Wreckers, but he's also afraid of heights and gets seasick. So it's like... So the things he transforms into are in direct opposition. Yeah, it'd be like if you were like if walking like made you ill and laying down, you were terrified of laying down or something. (laughs) Right, right. He's a pretty garbage character. So is Sansa. So is Octane, which there's a masterpiece version of Octane over here. He's got these just like stupid wingspan thing going on here. He can't walk through a doorway. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty crazy. Yeah, he can't walk through a door. Yeah. He can't go anywhere. And he, he turns into, like, basically a big jumbo jet carrier and then also a tanker truck. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. a stretch. That's a struggle. But uh, this that's toy version struggle. of him looks pretty neat. I'm kind of into it. I like the painted sure. face. They've got an homage to that Star Screams ghost episode with a face that's like the Shocking, horrified face. That's kind of the God, I need to go drink into the that detail. guy. He's just going to like knock shit over everywhere you go. Uh, but yeah, and then the, the, I looked a little bit into Springer, and it's like, uh, you know, obviously he's the most well-known. And then I, I did not know this, but he was um, once in the car in season three and once in the comic, the UK comic book, um, he was named as the successor to Rodimus Prime to take the Matrix. Oh, nice. And I'm like, that should have happened. But, like, he's demonstrably the best for the job always. But then again, like, you have to wonder, maybe he didn't get the job because you can't make his name into a prime. <laughs> Springer-ish. Springer-ish. Springimus Prime. <laughs> Spr- Springer Prime. Yep. Anyway. Sorry, Springer. It was never going to happen for yeah. you. So that's you all I You want to take a picture of this that. guy? Sure. <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, I think maybe it's time for... The ghost... No. What? Before that, it's time for... Oh! Script deviations! Script deviations! <laughs> Sorry, dude. That's okay. So this is Aaron speaking. I don't have much going on, but I tend to go first because my script is pretty close in to what we see on screen. It's a later draft. Ryan's going to go next because his is an early draft, which tends to be very different. It's like an acid trip. So, <laughs> yeah. So like I said, mine's not really very different, but it does say uh, regarding that scene with the shining eye, the script has a very different description of what happens on Retgar. He gnashes his teeth and grins and then blinks his eyes, Uh, which roll uh, to show eyes like ping pong balls. Retgar makes blipping noises as he does this. Okay, so... I understand. Instead of the eye shining. So I was like, what the fuck is this? I still don't really understand what that is. It was a left, it was a compromise on that. But what does (sighs) ping pong ball eyes mean? That's in mine too. Don't know. Don't know. I guess it was a vestigial of Ryan's bonkers script. It's interesting, real quick, it's interesting how they will, okay, so that is like, is that, they'll do that to what, appease the writer or like, I don't see why they would need that at all. But maybe it's just like, okay, look, we need to have something at this point. And so they have a, they put a glint. We need to go to a writing room, I guess. Right. But I'm sure Ryan might elaborate I on can this. maybe, like, get shed some light on it. Not much. But, like, yeah, um, in, in my script, as we start, uh, it's right after the Junkions pop out of the junk. And then um, uh, Springer, RC, Daniel, Perceptor, and Blur are all, like, around. Like, they close ranks and look at the Junkions. And Perceptor says... Maybe they're not as mean as they look. 
And then Rekgar, that's to the point where he gnashes his teeth, grins, blinks his eyes, which roll to show eyes like ping pong balls with dots in them, then roll back. Rekgar makes blipping noises as he does this. What the fuck is that all about? Dots? And, like, and then Springer says, hold that thought to Perceptor, which is like, maybe they're not as mean as they look, hold that thought after that display. But I'm like, but that's not a threatening display. That's hilarious. Yeah, I'm Haven't sure, they so, already been fighting up to this point in yeah. this version yeah, of the I'm script? I'm trying to figure out what, like, I'm trying to figure out, like, why that demonstration in his eyes would somehow communicate to the, to the, uh, to the audience of mm-hmm. the script, us or whoever, that, that they are not evil. I, I don't, I really don't. Why I, would they do it to begin with? And why would that thing right. me convey that like, thing. I don't think they're like first of all so he says I don't think that obviously we, we eventually need to understand that they're n- not uh uh on the Decepticon side or or and or against the Autobots but the fact that they that they say I don't think they're what does he say? He says maybe they're not as mean as they look but and then, then they do that to demonstrate it? To demonstrate they are mean because then Springer says hold the thought. I think it's fucking weird. It's just very weird, yeah. And then basically, like, uh, because next, uh, RC looks at Junkion, stifles a scream, holds Daniel close to her. Junkion flips out a snipping tool with a blowtorch head, starts moving toward RC with snippers working, <laughs> laughing as he moves in. And then Daniel, stepping in front of RC bravely, he'll have to get by me first! And then Springer moves toward RC protectively as Blur also takes a fighting pose. And I'm like, guys, she can fight! Like, I hate this protecting of RC. Like, yeah. she's because she's a woman, they wouldn't. If you substitute any other Autobot in there, it's very weird. You know what's kind of sad is that, that instead of giving RC the opportunity to knock out Redgar, they give it to the child. I know. That's every time, always. And, but yeah. And also, I, I question as to like. I don't know why I like Perceptor saying maybe they're not as mean as they look. I think maybe he'd say more like threatening. Based or, on what? Because he speaks very clinically and specifically. Like right. he, I just don't think he'd say mean. Oh, I don't say. I'm not. I'm not asking like what he, how he's saying it. What? What is? Yeah. What is why? He pick, what's, what's? Oh, he I don't pick, know why he said like. Up? Yeah, that and doesn't then, make any and sense. Then, so I guess then their behavior is to demonstrate that they're uh, a wild card. I don't know, man. It's weird. Anyway, that, that's it. That's weird. Maybe that is what it is. Then they the ship starts coming Ping over. <laughs> there we go. That's dots. the end of that. Yeah, I hate that. Yeah, I hate everything about <laughs> I don't it. Like it. Uh, so okay, great. Well, at this point, we tend to have our little seance. We we have figured out ways to make it happen really fast. Usually, let's just conjure this thing. Yeah, let's just do it. Fuck it. I am the ghost of the iconic moment. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so what, Ryan? Mm-hmm. You got an iconic moment? Um, I, I, I mean, it's again kind of the whole minute, but uh, just the Springer and Rekgar like sparring with melee weapons. I really mm-hmm. like that. That's um, and then like you know the reveal that he's the triple changer, which is mm-hmm. kind of like thrown away. Like yeah, it's, yeah, it's kind of like it seems like an afterthought, but that's. Basically, it. I agree. That's a good one, Caleb. You got anything? I, I like the where you're just you're surprised by Daniel. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's. I think that's a good one. This has got a bunch, and we're kind of leaving out the emergence of Hot Rod and Cup's ship. 
like the way it's just kind of presented sure. as it's kind of entering onto the scene and everybody's like in awe of it. Mm-hmm. I'll so, have some more to say about that in the next one, but yeah. Okay. We don't want to dig into too closely, but like, how the fuck did they know where they were? That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Yeah, well, so you can cut that out if you want. Is that in the nope. script deviations at all? I don't know. I'm just, that was my question. All right. Next time on the Autopod Decepticast. <laughs> Fellas, on the amazing song, we listened to it a couple weeks ago, yeah. Backseat Freestyle by the one and only Kendrick Lamar. He has a line, I wish my dick was big <laughs> as the Eiffel Tower so <laughs> I can fuck the world for 72 hours. Well, Kendrick, this is what that could literally look like. <laughs> All that and more. So continue to listen to the show. iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and tune in. Follow us on our social media, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. All of the MedAPod Decast and the web presence, autopoddecepticast.com. Right. Rate and subscribe. Ryan, anything good going on the website? Yeah. <laughs> Talk to you later, everyone. <laughs> bye, 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 bye. Fuck. Excuse me, princess. <laughs> it's from, remember that show? That is, uh, of course, Legend of Zelda. That which, which would appear on, what, Thursdays and Fridays on the Super Mario Super Show? Yeah. It's like a, a twofer. I always thought the animation of those shows was good, although if I were to watch it today, I might. Uh, the Super Mario Super Show is on Netflix. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Streaming now. Is this me? That's mine. Oh. Okay. I have a spec as well. Yeah. I and I used a, to have a clear so spec. I guess is, I don't anymore. I mean, this is so much less bulky than an auto, otter box. I'm so mm-hmm. glad I got them. And they work really well. Yeah. Mine started degrading, though, actually, down around the bottom. And I ended up I, having a crack on my screen because I happened to drop it exactly where it degraded. Oh, really? Okay. Here's the minute. I mean, <laughs> here we go. It's a weird choice, but it works really well.
but obviously part of it can't be spinning because they're just, otherwise they just be like. <laughs> <laughs> Say, we'll have to recreate that moment. <laughs> 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 There's all this like <laughs> robot <laughs> Save it. <laughs> Save it, cup. All right, let me back this up. Blow cells, blow cells, where we sell good. <laughs>